Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Angie Furnot. With me, as always, is inquisitive astronaut, Chris Randazzo. Free air everywhere! Mysterious Earthling, Karen Randazzo. We came, we looked, and we left. And least spacey detective, Evan Goldstein. Man, the Punisher let himself go. I, that was the reference. Okay, sorry. This yeah. is episode number 230 for the week of May 7th. This month was my pick. I chose The Expanse. Technically, I did not choose this, by the way. This was a recommendation. It chose it was, you. It, <laughs> it chose me. I wasn't really given a choice. Um, except I was. This was uh, season one, episode one. This was the pilot episode. I don't remember if it had a name. It had Dulcinea. A it certainly Dulcinea. had a pilot. It was a thing. <laughs> That's for the second half, though. Yeah. So, you know, it was a TV show. We're going to talk about it. That's what we do here. Anywho, before we, get, that up. <laughs> <laughs> before we get into that, this is your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekaid.com. Are you watching anything new? What do you like? What do you not like? Tell us about your television experiences. Tell us where you're watching television. Tell us what you want us to watch. This was actually recommended to us, so we do listen to you if you speak. Uh, we always want to hear from you, so please, pretty please, be our friends. Let us know you're out there. All right, guys. This is the moment. Evan and I have the longest list ever of things we've been watching. So, uh, Chris and Karen, please go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, today is May 4th, and I did not watch the premiere of Bad Batch yet, so... I saw I saw that was available, and I was gonna, but I stopped. Yeah, I mean, I'm, let you watch I'm not it really <laughs> in a hurry to watch that one. It's I, My friend told me it was pretty good, okay. so... Uh, I'm sure it is. It's you know more effectively more Clone Wars. Uh, I wasn't in love with the Bad Batch when uh, they did the whole backdoor pilot thing in Clone Wars, but you know I didn't hate it. So I'll watch it when I get around to it. I'm, I was just just not in a rush. Um, geez, let's see. There's you know, a, a couple of big ones that that we that finished. Hit. Yeah, we last we, we spoke exactly like uh, we had the the Invincible finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're uh, not. We didn't watch it yet. Son of a bitch. It was, uh, I mean, it was... Uh, I think we're actually was, a couple behind. Yeah, I know what happens, though, but I don't know if Evan cares about spoilers. I think this is one of those shows where it's better to be surprised, but... I, it's, it was rough, man. It was, like, I mean, it was very, very good, but it was it was difficult. Yeah, <laughs> was, the, the finale was, like, super, like... At the first half of it, I would say, I was like... Why? Like I got the whole the whole time we were watching the whole show, I was enjoying it, and then the first half of the finale episode, I was like, "Why am I watching this? This is there. There's nothing here that like is. It's just all unhappiness." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was really brutal. I mean, I I loved it, but uh, it was it, it just went so far 
south. You know, it was everything got so messed up. I felt really bad about all of it. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm so it got renewed for a couple of seasons, so I'm I'm really excited about that to to see what how it happens next because I just loved this show. But yeah, man, that finale was yeah, that that storyline's got a hundred and fifty issues or somewhere around there so they have plenty of tv left and well one of the other things about it too is that if i'm not mistaken a lot of this show is about invincible getting his well series was about invincible getting his ass kicked but also the fact that like it's about his perseverance so they give him lots of things to persevere through (laughs) they sure do (laughs) he uh he had his work cut out for him that is for sure um I thought this show was really just phenomenal. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And that wasn't the only thing I, I, I loved. I'm trying to think of, like, what else before I get to, like, the the big one that, like, totally knocked my socks off. What else have I watched this week? Um, I don't, I'm so curious as to what knocked his socks off because I don't know if we know. I, I don't think you do. I don't think I had started it when we uh, had started it when okay. we recorded last. Um, what the heck else have we been watching? Falcon. Winter Soldier? Oh, right. Yeah. That ended this week. Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that... you the, Last night, you, the, 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 the meme, I disarmed you. <laughs> that was funny. And it was the looks. That was funny. <laughs> Actually, yeah. s- speaking of memes, way. have you seen any of the uh, Invincible memes that have come out since the end of the se- uh, season finale? Lots of like, you know comparisons between uh omni man and uh what's his name from the boys oh oh no there's one i'll i'll uh i'll give it to you guys and maybe i don't know if this will make it into show notes or not but jengis actually shared it and it's it's godzilla and kong (laughs) (laughs) and um godzilla is standing where omni man is and kong is in the ground (laughs) it's good it's very good um but yeah, yeah how Falcon do you guys... and Winter Soldier. Yeah, conclusion. how do you feel about it? That was uh that was great. Um I'm not happy that Sharon is like apparently turning evil. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not too thrilled about that either. They even called her Agent Carter at the end, and then I was like, How get those words very get her name you. out of your mouth. I did the same thing. <laughs> Evan was like, Well, they fucked her over, and I was like, Yeah, and Peggy got screwed over all the time. You didn't see her turn and trade her. Yeah, but they didn't call her Peggy. She will never be Peggy. Ever. Never. No matter how hard they tried to make. Yeah, I was was like, I don't know how to answer that. (laughs) They they tried so hard during one of the Captain America movies. Like, oh, look, your roommates are, you live next door. Look, new love interest. No, it's not Peggy Carter. No, it's never going to happen. But that doesn't mean that, you know, Peggy Carter's niece gets to be a full-blown (laughs) supervillain. No, thank you. Yeah. Thumbs down. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm really not, not hoping... like in the realm of bad storytelling, like just that character is making me angry. And mm-hmm. I, so the the question is, is that Sharon Carter? Mm. Yeah, that's there's so many. That is pot. a very good question. Because there's a secret invasion TV series happening. Yeah. So she could very well be a scroll. We don't know. But as of right now, Sharon Carter being being bad guy. Not there cool. Not pa- cool, man. The power broker. I was like, it's not pawn yeah. broker. Yeah. Power broker. Um, but I mean, Falcon's out. Like Captain America, new Captain America's outfit looked spot on. Like it was just so comics accurate. Mm-hmm. It was like 
Wow, they just Both they just straight up did that. Actually, they didn't even bother trying to uh, uh, modernize it or whatever because they didn't need to. That that outfit looked great. It was a. It was, I just thought it was great. I loved this show so much. It was so much fun. It was so smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember after they you know got into the whole uh, um, uh, black. Uh, a super soldier program mm-hmm. thing and then they kind of left it people gave the show a lot of shit right <laughs> and like well no they they came right back to it they they there was a return there was a resolution to that and i thought that was really well done i i liked all of it i thought it handled itself brilliantly and uh it was simo was a great villain and i love to see where this is all going like I have to stop Man. you there because I was reading about this show because I actually had some problems with the way that they handled aspects of the plot. Um, and one of the things that I had heard is that I, I haven't done a Marvel rewatch in a while. You guys have done one more recently than I have. Did they basically retcon everything about Zemo? What do you mean? Like, it- apparently they changed part of his backstory. Like, they just kind of wiped it out. What part of his backstory? I don't know. He, he didn't have much of a. Ba- he didn't. He have, didn't have a backstory. Yeah, he wasn't in really. In, he was in well, the MCU. Well, he did. For I mean, he had his family w- was killed in Sokovia. That yeah. was his backstory. That was yeah. That was the backstory. We didn't know anything. We didn't know that he. We didn't know he wasn't a baron. We didn't. Well, like, no, he was. Well, we knew that he was in. I know he was in Civil War. Uh huh. But uh, oh, one of the things that I was seeing that people were talking about was the fact that, like, apparently they changed some aspect of his backstory. And I didn't know. I, that's why I was asking. I had no idea what they were referring to. Maybe to the comics? Yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything in... I did Nothing struck me as contradictory, and I haven't heard anything to that effect. He was... They, they gave him... More dance backstory. Moves. They gave him dance moves. They, <laughs> they gave him a lot. They fleshed him out considerably and made him more, more of a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it was great. Like <laughs> he, they, he handled himself exactly like he would. Like, and given the opportunity to kill super soldiers, he will always take that opportunity. And it was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what that's about. I'll, I'll look it up. Maybe there's. So, Some sort of contradiction somewhere, but it, whatever it is, it's not obvious. Uh, in the MCU, where did he show up? The, 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 in the movies, where did he show up? It was Captain America Civil War. Yeah, that's he it, was. Right? Um, that was it. He okay. was in Civil War, and he was trying to. He was trying to get control of Bucky, so that he could stop. He could break up the Avengers because okay. he doesn't think people should have superpowers. Okay, so it wasn't okay. Yeah, it's got to be his backstory about his family and stuff from the comics because that's yeah. It that's just not says not only like I'm looking. I just looked it up and it says in an article not only is Zemo's new backstory at odds with MCU's notoriously flexible timeline, but his core motivations and raison d'être raison d'être it means reason for being. <laughs> Thank you. Are also transformed. Um, Nope. <laughs> to make it more false. Yeah, make him a more <laughs> relatable character. They they fleshed it out. They gave yeah. him more. Yeah. There, there's there's none. There's the whole timeline thing. Sure, you. But that's that's the MCU in general. There's <laughs> shit does not line up exactly perfectly in the MCU timeline wise. And like, what do you want from me, people? <laughs> yeah, like, get over it. If you're really if that's if that's the hill you're gonna die on, then. 
have at it, be angry at them because all the timeline stuff doesn't match up perfectly within reality because it's, what, 23, 24 movies at this point? And, like, uh, okay. I, I am willing to suspend my disbelief for these superheroes flying through so, multiple dimensions and stuff. And, and if you think it's so easy to make it all line up, you, you freaking do it. Yeah. And we're not, don't mean you, Angie. I mean, you know, people who complain about that because, yeah, that's, that, that, that shit's doesn't line up perfectly in the MCU and like just kind of deal with that fact okay like it's it's a thing but the whole reason for being thing I don't get that in the least I mean his whole purpose was to break up the Avengers because he doesn't think people should have superpowers because the whole you know Sokovia thing happened and killed his family they even mentioned it in this movie like I don't know. Uh, sorry, this this TV series. I don't know. Yeah, apparently it's more about the fact that he was wealthy and then saying that it, it they shifted him from being a humble father and soldier to a baron who lived in luxury. Um, when so did they claim he was he a was humble father? In the film, apparently. That's why I was asking, because like, I don't know. I was like, I thought Zemo was great. Like, I didn't have any problems with him. My problems were more with like... The Flag Smashers story arc and like some of the stuff that they were doing, like where um, John uh, just redeems himself. <laughs> like, um, yeah, that that was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, like, and I don't think he did redeem himself. Like, I think, uh, it, but it was a it was a heel turn. I was reading some criticism where people are saying like, uh, you know. Like we're supposed to like him now. No, well, I don't, if I don't that think was we're, the point, are we? Because we, we don't. I didn't. Not, <laughs> not a likable character. No, I never. I didn't get the. So to be clear, I did not get the impression that we were supposed to like him. But the way that they very easily, like they, I feel like they practically fist bumped him at the end of that episode after they had all worked together. And in the heat of the moment, when he shows up and like that truck's gonna teeter over the edge and he's trying to stop it, like in the heat of the moment it's like, Oh, do okay, yeah, we could use your help. Sure. At the moment you serve a purpose. But like the way that they were just kinda like, Oh, cool, like you showed up again in the Captain America suit with a shield that you clearly made and we know that you are not mentally stable yeah all right bro see you later i'm captain america now like what like they just i don't know they, i felt like the story didn't acknowledge like they made such a big deal out of the fact that he killed this flag smasher and the way that he did it and how he had fallen from grace so so strongly and then like when he makes this reappearance it just i felt like they kind of just like didn't really acknowledge the depth of of the or or the meaning behind all of that like this to me it was a it was a much more serious uh situation than just like oh thanks for helping k bye see you later you fucking psycho like i don't know they just seemed way too at ease with him and and it made me really feel weird about it because i felt like they were addressing some kind of difficult issues in this show and and then they just like they didn't want to have anyone who was too clear-cut of a villain like everyone here has like some sort of motivation for the things that they're doing like Zemo is you know his family was killed so he wants to get rid of super soldiers because he doesn't want any more people like this out in the world and then you know John Walker was trying to be Captain America but he crumbled under pressure but like he's not so much a villain as maybe he's an anti-hero like 
I, I, there was even the flag smashers, like there was no, like he, you know, when he does this whole thing about Carly, like this whole breakdown and this whole like speech to me, there was, there was never anything that clearly just defined like, yeah, we have a villain here. Everything was really ambivalent. And to some extent I was like, actually, this is kind of cool. But to other aspects of that, it did make me feel like they were using that as an, not an excuse, but it seemed to weaken some of how the aspects of how they were handling plot. Um, so I just, I struggled with that a little bit, but it sounds like you guys enjoyed it and that's fine. <laughs> I didn't, I'm not sure I, I'm not sure I understand what you're saying with the John Walker stuff. Like, I don't remember how it went away, but I don't remember anyone being particularly okay with him. Like He's the U.S. agent now. Yeah, he's yeah, the U.S. agent now, but when he showed no, up... No, I mean, like, how did he get away... How did he get from point A to point B? Like, they finished off taking care of the bad guys where... I mean, he was... Yeah, he broke under the pressure, and he uh, lost, uh, you know, he lost his mind and killed that dude, but that's not all he is. Like, he's not a clear-cut... No, he'll turn bad guy. 100% bad guy, no more good guy. Like, this guy... They chose to be Captain America for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like he was at least in his core a good guy. So I'm not sure I understand what the complaint is that he wound up doing half decent things at the end. Like he wasn't redeemed or anything like that. But he's not. They they showed that he uh, at least learned something from being around them. Like no, don't do revenge right now. Try to save this truck. That you know. They didn't let him go, but I don't understand how he got to, like, that U.S. agent conversation with uh, What's-Her-Face. Like, I don't remember how he left the chain of custody or anything like that, or if he was just free to go because he's free to go. I, I don't that know That was the that thing is, that I was uh, talking about, though. Like, I'm saying, okay, they didn't make him a clear-cut villain, so they weren't going to treat him as a clear-cut villain, but they also, like took away his title as Captain America. He showed up in a, a Captain America costume, like, and then, yeah, like, all of a sudden, the next scene, you see him, like, in he he, so, he puts no, on... That's the thing. Like, the government said, no, you're not Captain America anymore. You're, you've been removed from service. He's, he's no longer... He's been, I, don't, I can't remember if they said dishonorably or honorably discharged, but he has been discharged. Uh -huh. The U.S. agent stuff came about with Seinfeld woman. Yes. Yeah. So that's not the government. But no. the, uh -huh. the issue is, is that they are now presenting that character again. Like, yes, you're still going, you're still going through the motions of being a Captain America. And I'm air quoting that. Not everybody who's watching this show is familiar that U.S. agent and Captain America are two different things. And one of them mm -hmm. is a clear cut storyline there. U.S. agent is the brutal one and he's rough. And like, like he is playing that part correctly. Mm -hmm. but there was it's just how they handled it like the script writing like I, that's all i'm saying it just didn't seem clear in the story like why there was no real acknowledgement of all that because that's, that's weird because the, the entire time i'm watching this and i see that the the the, the path that he is going on mm -hmm. i knew where it was going to end i knew yeah. he was going to not be captain america anymore and he was going to be u.s agent and yeah, it, it, it just seemed to me like they had bigger fish to fry. It's just, like, it, it's just that was weird. What happened to me? I like, look watching it like, oh great, this guy's here. 
but at least he's trying to help us. We have more important things to deal with. Like, yes, we could scold this guy and have a big fight with, with this guy, but that's not going to stop the actual live real threat that's going to murder people right now. But that was my point, is in the moment, it made sense that they didn't address it with him, and they were like, yes, we need help. It was after that fact that the next thing you see, he's just, like, gone again, and it's like, you fucking showed up in your Captain America suit again after they told you you are no longer like they took that away from you and you showed that showed up in that made a goddamn shield and nobody thought that that was weird no one thought they should address that with him no one thought that there should be like any follow up with him when after the fight like Sam makes the big when speech after the fight like at was he what did he wait around he was there yeah I thought he was in the crowd when did he leave I don't remember. That's my point. Like, there wasn't anything that acknowledged any of that. Except for the next scene the next where scene, he was getting his garb it, right. as to be another agent of some yeah, sort. Yeah, like, I mean, it's entirely possible. Like, I, I'm, I, I guess I get what you're saying, that they didn't overtly say, here is what happened, here's why nobody stopped and talked to him about all this stuff, but... I didn't have a problem with that at the end of WandaVision, and I'm not going to hold it against this show either for not showing me literally everything that happened. I mean, there's going to be more stuff in the future. I'm sure it will be addressed at some point, but I, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time calling that calling that out as a show-ruining uh, problem. That, no, I didn't that, say uh, it ruined the show. I'm not saying it ruined the show. I enjoyed the show. I'm just saying there were certain aspects of it that I had questions about that I, I didn't fully... like. I felt like there were aspects of the Flag Smashers plot that I was kind of like, okay. Like, uh, there were just... There were certain things that, as I was watching it, I was like, I wish that there was a little bit more time, like one more episode of this show. I felt like the story arcs... They they wrapped everything up. I just wanted a little bit more from certain things because I did feel as though there were aspects of the plot that could have been better fleshed out. Not bad. It's not bad. I enjoyed everything about it. I loved watching the show, but there were just things that I was like, I I liked other Marvel th- stuff better is all. Eh, fair enough. I, I liked other Marvel stuff better too. Uh, I'm just... I have a hard time looking at it like, well, they didn't do these things, so that means they're not going to happen. Like, well, no, clearly they're going to do these things. You just got away from them to do these things. Who knows where these characters are going to show up again? I mean, these everything is so wide open. Like, they didn't tie up all the stuff that I want to know about in WandaVision, mm-hmm. but I'm sure they will at some point. Like, mm-hmm. That's the thing I, with I'm, the television a, shows? I, the MCU has trained me to not be bothered by the fact that things don't get wrapped up in the things that I'm watching because they're just going to get wrapped up in the next thing that I'm watching. Like, geez, I was... All the people that were pissed off about... Uh, what's his name? Um, the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. It's how many years later? But they're they're following up on it. <laughs> like, we're going to get the, the real Mandarin in this new uh, Shang-Chi movie. Like, there's... There's no end to the amount of stuff that they will eventually do or, or can eventually do. So, mm. um, I'm not. I'm just not gonna be upset about them not closing closing every point. Like maybe maybe there was a whole thing that we're maybe they're gonna release a webisode next week that shows like 
Sam finishes doing all the stuff that he was doing. Everybody finishes doing the other stuff that they were doing, and then they go to find John Walker, and he's gone because a limo came came by and picked him up, and they snuck him out of there before anybody can be like, yeah, so you showed up with a Captain America shield you made in your garage, and that's not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Like... Uh, no, you make a good point about the open-endedness of it because I don't watch. Like I, I fell off of Agents of Shield. I never finished it. Like, I, I haven't. I've been telling Evan for weeks now. Like, I want to do a Marvel rewatch at some point. Um, it's just such a huge undertaking. But you would, you have been doing those things. Like, you would know better that, like, yeah, it's okay if they leave certain things open-ended because it's not going to be ignored like some avenue of this will be addressed in the future and just just because they didn't handle like the situation with Wa- john walker doesn't mean that like we're not gonna find out yeah see and that's the yeah. difference now with the, the 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 marvel television shows they are they're purposely doing things to leave so many open-ended topics to tie into the movies like all of there's three or four different aspects of this show that we're talking about that can go into three or four different movies mm-hmm. that don't it's not necessarily the next Captain America movie it's not necessarily the you know the next Wakanda movie because both of those things were in this movie like or in this show like it's it's trying to which um Agents of Shield did not do it it sort of pulled away from the, the the movie universe. Yeah, I think Agents of Shield eventually kind of decanonized itself. And, and that's yeah. the thing, where I'm not like it's you're not used to seeing television like that. This is the first time anything like this has happened where a yeah. television show is trying to bridge and continue multiple movies for multiple years of storytelling. So, it's interesting to see where they're going with it. Yeah, I now guess I'm it- just used to television that doesn't do that. So, sorry, go ahead, Karen. No, I was just going to say now is a really good time to do a rewatch because you have until July till the next movie it I comes know. out. Is it, isn't Loki, when's, isn't oh, there Loki is t- television. Is Loki next? Yeah. Yes, yeah. but I'm just as far sure. as the movies go, mm-hmm. the next one is in June. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a good time to be a nerd. Anywho. What else you got, Chris, Karen? <laughs> Well, What's I the mean, big thing? yes. Th- so great, great time to be a nerd with superheroes. And that was all great. Uh, and then Karen had me watch the first episode of Teenage Bounty Hunters. Uh, and I thought it was pretty damn good. So I stuck with it. Nice. And we watched the whole show and I freaking loved it. Really? It was so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like, that, was, that was a maniacal giggle. <laughs> yeah, Karen, what are your thoughts here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just very happy to to spread the joy that is that show, even though it's a little bit evil of me to do so because the way it ends, it's disappointing that there isn't any more. Yeah, huge disappointing, huge disappointment that that show is toast because, wow, was that show good. I, I, was, uh, I was so super into it. It was really interesting. It was really well told it was very funny it was it was super interesting man i don't know what it was else really to say. smart about is it, all the is things it american it... netflix yeah yeah okay. yeah it was uh, that's a rarity for it, it out... only to get one season netflix usually does that gives it yeah more than one I th- yeah think it had something to do with covid oh god gotcha. huge um, huge bummer like almost on the same tier bummer of like you know 
we'll never get that last season of Glow. This is another one of those, like, man, you just, you gave this to me, and then you just took it away. That's not okay, man. Characters are all great. I love the way they deal with, like, situations these characters are in, and the way you would expect someone who is this type of person to react to something versus how these kids actually do because they have brains and like they think about things and they don't just like follow the stereotypes that their characters fit into and it's so excellent it was just a refreshing and wonderful show it's so clever it's so funny and i'm so sad that it's toast because it was great i was not I, i was so I mean, I saw the trailer for it, and I thought, this looks pretty good. This looks like it's going to be very clever and very good. And uh, I just was not at all prepared for how good it was when uh, we we sat and watched it together. It was just, all the characters were super interesting. I really wanted to see where it went from there, because, like, there's, God, I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. There was this, all this, like, tangled web of things that kept getting more and more complicated as the show went. And then, like... They wrapped up some things. I seriously had a moment at the end where, like, the the one of the uh, there's a big plot twist at the end, and I actually like did the <gasps> open my mouth and looked at Karen like, "What?" <laughs> I really enjoyed. You were agog. <laughs> I, I was. I really agog. enjoyed that reaction. <laughs> I mean, seriously, watch this. Watch this show. Okay. I, I mean, prepare yourself to be upset that there's not going to be any more of it. But it's on Netflix. If you have a Netflix account. It's a single season. It's super addictive. It's it's great. I uh, just I just loved it. And the whole time I'm watching it, the um one of the two sisters was was bothering me cuz I couldn't picture what I knew her from. And uh-huh. I looked her up and I didn't know her from anything, but she reminded me so much of somebody from another show and I couldn't place it until earlier today. She reminded me of um the director guy's daughter on Glow. Oh, okay. Just physically reminded me of her and her mannerisms. Like, that's what I know her from, even though it's not what I know her from at all. But that's that's what she, that's who she was reminding me of the whole time. I just got so disappointed in myself because I realized I haven't finished Glow. What is wrong with me? Yeah. <sighs> anyway. There's only so many hours in the day. That's fair. You'll get around to it someday. In the meantime, I was just blown away by it. Teenage bounty hunters of all things. Like, <laughs> what a ridiculous name! But it I was... wasn't sure it was going to be a, an easy sell for him either. Like, teen shows are not always his thing. Right? Mm-hmm. No, this one was unless just, they have it, some it, sort of powers. Right. This one hit all the. This one hit all the marks. It was just clever and fun and funny, and I enjoyed it. And just to clarify, it's not that things are left unresolved, and that's what's disappointing. It's just that there is a a big reveal at the very end of the last episode and you're like this is a whole lot of new information I sure wish I got to know how these characters like proceeded with this new piece of information because it's yeah. pretty life changing so it wasn't a cliffhanger per se it was a no hey, it's we not a cliffhanger it's no. just like a bombshell Aww. yeah and it's like oh man I really want to know what they do with this information and there was another piece of information where like the one girl's dad came back and mm-hmm. like that was going to lead to some shit and I never get to see what that shit is oh. and I'm very upset about that 
Usually not upset about not seeing shit, but... Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> where, where shit? Fuck we shit. don't see shit. Where see shit. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, does Netflix ever, like, come back to shows? Like, do they ever, like, revisit? Is there a possibility that maybe it could get picked up again? I don't know. Technically, I don't think there's any precedent for it. Yeah, there's no precedent, and I, it might be hard because the given the age of the cast like if they were to come back to it in a couple of years they'd have to do like a time jump or something because of the way the cast would have aged because mm. they are teenagers yeah and they do look like teenagers and they act like teenagers uh, but well. they act like smart teenagers and that was boy that was dirt there there were moments in that show that were so super unexpected just because of how smart they were and how like reasonable characters were like the mom is painted to be this just absolute monster in the beginning and the whole she stuck out like a sore thumb to me like man she's just awful she's up to something like something's wrong and then one of the girls did something because another one of my absolute favorite things about this is how it just lampoons the ever loving shit out of religion just constantly points out because the the they they the whole thing takes place with these girls who are in this family of very very religious people and they go to a super religious school and how so many problems arise from the just sheer unbridled stupidity and ancientness of forcing this kind of religion on people and uh they they point this out so often on how problematic it can be to people's development to be in that kind of a situation where who your basic instincts as a human are so are you are just constantly taught to be ignored and what kind of a person that turns you into like i would she has one of the girls has this boyfriend in the beginning and she convinces him to uh sleep with her and um I that became this whole thing where I thought the guy was going to snap and kill somebody by the end. I thought he was just going to go absolute bug nuts postal because he has been so conditioned throughout his entire life because of the church and how the church views people and how you have to put up these appearances mm -hmm. for God and Jesus and all that stuff to completely ignore this part of who he is as a human. And once he had those feelings let go or, or he had no idea how to handle them. He had no idea how to handle them and nobody to talk to about it. And it was just, it was heartbreaking to watch uh, him go through that, but also presented in such a funny way. Like it was, it really walked that fine line between being serious and being hilarious. And uh, it did a great job of handling, you know, well now we're going to bring some, important feelings in here and now we're going to just be silly because that guy was played for some serious comedy but at the same time you look at him and really feel for him like this guy's an idiot like and that's the joke this guy's a fucking moron but part of why he's a moron is actually really sad and kind of disturbing so you know it, it makes you feel stuff i don't know i was just so impressed by this show's intelligence the whole time just completely and totally impressed by it cool yay i win <laughs> so often i like things and i'm like i want to share this with someone i don't think chris will like it though 
<laughs> so I was happy to 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 be wrong on that score. Cool. Not that I didn't think he would like it, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, um, it's nice to it's nice to be able to make that suggestion and be like, yes, I got it. Mm-hmm. Well, that you win. Always feels like a win. <laughs> um, I can uh, transition right over to uh, another teen show that I don't think would be your bag, which I think, Angie, you said you watched, mm-hmm. um, which is Ginny and Georgia. Yeah, I just uh, kind of fell off of it and didn't finish it. How are you doing with it? Oh, I just finished it last night. I stayed up a little late to finish it, and I loved it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Worth uh, finishing? I, I didn't, like, unconditionally love it. Yeah. There were definitely some problems. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Okay. Uh, what, can you tell me where you stopped and what made you, like... Uh, the last episode I watched was the one where the mayor, I think it was, like, babysat her kid. And then uh-huh. he finds the credit cards that she applied mm-hmm. for in her son's name. And mm-hmm. she just, you know, kind of squishes her tits together and cries a little and goes, Oh my God, my ex-husband did this and now he's in jail for fraud. And I'm like, dude, just use your brain. Like, just think about it a little bit. Like, maybe check this out. I did like the way he handled that situation because I, I actually turned to Evan and I was like, he was like walking through the room and I was like, honey, look, someone actually called HR to handle a situation in a mature, professional and proper manner when they had a problem with a person in the workplace. Holy shit. Uh, so like, you love to see it. I, d- I just like the television, even though it was like a television show and like, I know it's not real life, but like just the, f- you know, a lot of people get their perceptions of real life from television. So mm-hmm. to see that represented, I was just like, fuck yes. Like, thank you for this. And I know that she's like a total fucking con artist, but I do feel like some part of this, um, I've just been waiting for it to implode on her. And like some part of me is like kind of rooting for her to go down as a villain because she's just so manipulative um i love that like what you just said about um tv shows never do that thing where rational human rational adults handle things like rational adults yeah and it's so rare that it happens and when it does you just want to stand up and cheer yeah and honest to god one of the weirdest instances that that i can think of where that happened was in the second season of iron fist oh god (laughs) i just told evan we should finally watch that show what's this we god damn it yeah but i won't do it without you because i just don't want to fucking do it i can't danny rand is such a garbage fire i know it gets better i know it gets better but i just don't believe it check this shit okay there's a scene where like what's her face uh i've already forgotten her name i can't remember which one of them was going to go off and do something stupid because like that was <laughs> that was matter. danny's mo just in the first season a right it's like, yeah i'm gonna go do something stupid yeah and then they're like you shouldn't go do something stupid and then he goes and does something stupid anyway right and oh look consequences because you went and did something <laughs> stupid right. oh well well just the consequences <laughs> of my own action <laughs> exactly in season two they're both like living together and one of them says i'm gonna go do something stupid and the other one's like look I'm going to back your play no matter what, but how will we just talk about this, talk this through to conclusion? And then they did, and then they didn't go do something stupid. And I was like, what the hell just happened? Yes. What am I going to do it was with amazing. television now? That is fucking awesome. And I, I get it. Like, I know television is not, you know, like you need some aspect of like drama 
to drive your stories. I get that. But like, there are so many different ways to do that without just making people fucking stupid. And (laughs) this was very refreshing. And that instance is also very refreshing. Maybe enough to really just put me over the edge and make me watch this goddamn second season. You you just have to see it. It's like, I'm not saying it's the most amazing television. It's just... How did you get from point A to point B? And could you do that more? So like, here's the thing. What Chris neglects to tell you is right after that scene, mm-hmm. it was credits, final. The show never came back. It was right. done. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, they broke something in the uh, in the timeline, and they, they just couldn't be allowed to come back. They yes. went, huh, okay. All right, we saw this. But what then. you're saying about um, people like reacting reasonably and, and mm-hmm. you know, doing things the way they should instead of doing it for drama's sake. Mm-hmm. I feel like this show did that a lot. Um, a, a, a good example of it is how they dealt with like the teenagers' sex lives. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one part in the beginning that I was like, that would never happen. But mm-hmm. um, for the most part, it, it was like, instead of just portrayed as like oh people just do it and everybody knows what to do and it's always great mm-hmm. it was like no it's awkward and sometimes people have different feelings about it mm-hmm. and then they think they want to but then they change their mind before it happens mm-hmm. and nobody's mad about it it's just like reasonable and nobody's like stupid and date rapey about it and I was mm-hmm. like I like you show thank you for yeah. thank you for not like Treating I mean, me like an adult. I don't know about <laughs> anyone else, but I definitely had some warped ideas about like sex and relationships from what I saw on TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, for and, sure. Like, I learned my I grew stuff up on from... Married with Children. My perception of everything was totally fucked up. I was going right? to say Married with Children and Buffy. I was never going to come out of that okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that was definitely nice to see from this show. Um, and the friendships too, like the friendships of the four girls, you know, there were, there were times when like everybody was like ignoring the one friend and Mm -hmm. they got into a huge fight over it. And then like, instead of it being the end of the entire group, it was just like, okay, now we're going to like realize that we're all being stupid and we don't even have to like, Mm -hmm. you know hash it all out and have the big like I'm sorry because I did XYZ and I should blah 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 it's like that's boring like Mm -hmm. let's just skip to the part where everybody knows they're being stupid but these girls have been friends for a really long time and so they're just gonna be like okay you're going through some shit and you did something stupid and you clearly feel bad about it and it's over and we don't need to talk about it Mm -hmm. and like that never happens on TV shows either yeah I did think they were doing a lot of good things with the writing regarding character relationships and interactions I think Mm -hmm. I just like was struggling a little bit because I just I don't like it's weird I don't like Georgia but I Mm -hmm. like Georgia I don't like Mm -hmm. her character I don't like what she represents but I love how powerful she is and that she just takes what she wants but she does it by fucking people over and then I just go back to I don't fucking like you and now I feel very conflicted about you and well I I mean I and I don't know specifically what you're referring to but I feel like the people she fucks over deserve to be fucked over maybe like I know her ex-husband like you know well there was the guy who like the show starts out where the guy died 
and it's very uh-huh. clear that she poisoned him or, uh-huh. or very clearly indicated that she poisoned him, not necessarily clearly proven because the show mm-hmm. could be directly mis- like, you know, intentionally misleading. Um, then there's another one who's in prison for fraud when you know that she's the one doing that. And then she like kind of just studies and manipulates people all around her all the time. And I think the only person that I felt like okay with the way that she was with the relationship was the gay guy who worked with her in the office. Cause he called her on her shit. And then they just kind of mm-hmm. came to this like weird truce slash like frenemy type deal. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of cool with this. Um, but everything else I just, I did. I really just feel like she's like, manipulating people constantly like that's how well, she survives I, w- I will agree with you she definitely does that but she also has a, the uh, clear motivations that i um backed when i found out what they were for the things like the first husband that they showed i don't know that you maybe got to that point but they explained why she did what she did and she should she she was 100 percent justified mm. um and there is there is a uh, a moment that happened in the in the last episode. <laughs> it's just like I just laughed out loud. I was like, uh, you know how people on the internet say like you're right and you should say it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was not a, it was not something she said, but something she did. But that was the feeling it gave me. It was like you're right and you should say it. You definitely like what you did was one hundred percent exactly what should have been done okay it was awesome in the best way and that's the thing like where i was in the show you know she's calling this guy like get me my money i'm supposed to get my money from his life insurance and like like just you know taking out the credit card in her son's name like i understand she has to make ends meet but she's also like living in this way that's obviously above her means because she has this expectation but like why does she have this expectation oh because she killed someone to get their life insurance money like that's the way that this was all presenting to me and i was like like even her kids are like you know looking at her like yeah she just manipulates men like that's you know and then this thing with the mayor and I like I just I don't think I got far enough to see how it all plays out but they made it (laughs) they made me feel strongly enough about her that I just wasn't sure I wanted to continue watching a show that told me her story they um they definitely like tease out her backstory and her motivations and Mm -hmm. what's going on with her throughout the whole series but by the time you find out everything about her you're like yep i'm 100 percent team georgia okay um and, and she's not perfect either she does some things that i'm like oh yeah like, oh, i yeah, wish she yeah. wouldn't have done that and her kids too like you know it's not great like she she does lie to her kids and you know mm-hmm. do things that you wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't do as a parent but there also comes a point where she and Ginny kind of have a reckoning and she's like, you're such a liar, you know, all you do is lie and blah, blah, blah. And Georgia, like, to her credit, is like, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm going to tell you the truth now. And she tells her things that she didn't know. And, um, you know, (laughs) Ginny understands a lot about who her mother is, why she does does the things she does. Mm -hmm. And, um what it's like to be an adult in the position that Georgia is in. Mm-hmm. 
and ha- and to have to make the choices that she made. So all right, well maybe uh, I'll come I would back recommend to it. continuing with it. I okay. I think it's a worthwhile journey. Cool. All right. Um, the other thing that I watched really quick, like while I was um, mostly while I was working on a a really uh, rush commission, <laughs> I rewatched the entire season a series of The Good Place. Um, <laughs> Which, you know, we've talked about it before. It's a great show. I don't want, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but I will say it's highly rewatchable just because the, some of the shocks uh, and the reveals that, you know, you, you get when you watch it the first time aren't, won't be there if you remember mm-hmm. what happened. Uh, the, the jokes still really work. Uh, everything is still really enjoyable. I when I watched it for the first time, I was listening to the um, the podcast that they did alongside of it with Mark Evan Jackson as the host, and so like all the stories from that podcast that they told about like the making of, I I had those in my head as I'm rewatching it and going, oh like this. They remember what what they said was happening when they shooted shot this scene. That was awesome. Um. And one thing I noticed that they did that I've, I don't think I've ever noticed any other show do before. It was so small and subtle, but it was so um, gratifying. When uh, a character is talking to another character and there's no other characters in the room and the one who's talking is a man and he's talking to a woman and he's giving like... Uh, third person pronoun examples he uses she like if you were saying let's say there's a guy and he's walking let's say there's a person and they're walking down the street like that the the writers made it a woman because he's talking to a woman so like like Chidi is teaching a lesson to Eleanor and Mm -hmm. he's like you know if you know if she does X then she you know this philosophy believes that she will get Y and it's like Hey, he said she because he's talking to a she, mm. and like it's it's just it was just the tiniest thing, but thank you writers, thank you show <laughs> for like it doesn't always have to be he. You can use she as like the you know example pronoun sometimes. Yeah, that's actually a, a I think probably a detail that people often overlook. So it's nice to to know that like you as a person who's been doing this podcast for however long 230 50 something episodes yeah Yeah. on a similar story did you guys hear about the whole ending of wandavision what there was a uh, there was a a, a, an interview with uh kevin feige that um because somebody asked him about the whole rumor that uh benedict cumberbatch was supposed to show up at the end of uh okay wandavision and they're like yeah we we wrote that whole thing in they uh, even had a deal with him. They even had a deal with him figured that, that in, in place that he was going to show up in the last episode. And then they realized that um, it kind of undermined everything to be like, OK, well, let's let's bring in the white guy and to tell the the to tell the woman how to handle power. And we we're like, yeah, let's just not do that. Hmm. I was like, wow. wow. The, 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 I'm like, I just Google searched it and it, it, it from CNN, it says Dr. Strange cameo cut from WandaVision to avoid white guy saving the day. Yeah. yeah. No and, mansplaining to be found here. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's going to have to happen at some point, but it would have undermined the end of that show so much. Like, she's got to learn from somebody. And, you know, he's the Sorcerer Supreme, but. 
How did right. it, how did it end? Oh, she was she was she was hulking she was it. it. Yeah, yeah, she was she was Bruce Bannering it out into the woods in a cabin. Yeah, yeah. and kind of like teaching herself some shit. And uh, I just I just, I I thought that was really cool and and a very valid point. Like if they had done that, then it would have been like, all right, the the big name white guy showed up and taught her how to handle power, and that just would have kind of been crappy. So good on you, show. Nice. I I guess yeah that's I don't I don't know I sometimes I just feel like an ignorant asshole because I'm like he's the sorcerer supreme like to me that wouldn't have bothered me because like that's and, and see and that's funny and then at that point I'm the comic book nerd that would have gone oh my god they put in Doctor Strange like yeah that's, like I, and I wouldn't have looked at it that way either yeah. so no absolutely I wouldn't have seen it that way either but now that it's been pointed out I can see why some people would have seen it that way Mm -hmm. and like I said that's the inevitability she's still gonna have to learn from him it's just you know it'll happen in the movie instead of in that TV show where they let that's her her show yeah that's Mm -hmm. her show let let that part happen in his movie Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah that makes that makes a lot more sense yeah like okay. similar to what we're talking about before it's it, it didn't happen but it's gonna and it's just a matter of finding the best place to do it and i think that was a really smart way of handling it i feel less bad about myself now thank you <laughs> <laughs> no because i'm always that person who's like oh i didn't really think it was a big deal and then it's like oh well neither did i but like that's a very good point of oh hey but now that you see it i think that's kind of the thing that happened with falcon and the winter soldier and i'll send you if you have any interest in reading it like i'll send you an article just to show you someone who was able to articulate some of the points better than i was because i found myself agreeing with some of them but the article i'm going to send you to be clear has a reference to not liking sam wilson as captain america and i will never fucking go with that because i thought he was wonderful yeah, he was great. He he nailed it. So, um, and there's a lot of people hating it for the sake of hating it. There's a lot of MCU hate going on right now because well, they just released that trailer and they've got all this new stuff coming out and it's not a bunch of movies starring white dudes and well, there's a lot of white dudes out there that are taking some pretty serious issue with that. Wait with a minute. You're telling me there's a lot of angry white dudes on the internet? Right? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> but woke Marvel is like a thing, man. It's a Man, woke Marvel is just going to ruin everything. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, it was funny because earlier today I started to feel bad about something that I was saying because I'm I'm excited to see uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, whatever (laughs) the the subtitle is. Um, But I hate Aquafina. Like I don't want to see her in that movie because well, tough shit. She's I, in she, it. She yeah. is, and she's going to be front and center of everything. Like that's that's the part about her character that she plays is she's always so much out there. And I wanted this well, to be well. Let's clarify something. Evan has this thing. Like sometimes there are just people who are too much for Evan, and she <laughs> is one of those people. And like I think that's it's not. It started with the name. It, who uh, names yeah. themselves? Aquafina. Like, there's just certain choices that people make, but it's it, it's really just about like sometimes people's presence overwhelm Evan, and this is one of those cases where when he sees her on screen, she overwhelms him, and that's just it. Well, know that I've seen her in anything. Um, Chris is like that with um, Tracy Morgan, 
anything yeah. that Tracy Morgan is in. Chris is like, oh, I'm out. So, um, <laughs> and do but, you feel borderline racist about that, Chris? No, I just don't like Tracy Morgan. <laughs> no, it's Tracy Morgan. I feel the same way about Will Ferrell. Um, but I think the thing that is going to be the saving grace about Shang-Chi with Aquafina is it's not Aquafina being Aquafina. It's Aquafina being this Marvel character. Like, will she still be probably a lot? Yeah, but I think it'll be at least toned down some. I hope so because she was supposed to, she would she voiced the dragon in that last animated oh, movie, Raya the Last Ra- Dragon. And yeah. it wasn't. It was Aquafina the Last Dragon. Well, that's what it was. <laughs> so That's a Disney movie. She was the dragon? I thought she was She was the voice of the Last Dragon. Huh. I felt like I remember there being like some sort of controversy that the voice of the dragon was a, you know, a white lady. No, it was Aquafina. Yeah. Yeah, she was um she was a little bit much even for me. But I still loved that movie because Oh, I enjoyed Disney. that movie as well. Um yeah. Oh, and the thing I was gonna say to Angie is that you shouldn't feel bad that you didn't um like that it didn't occur to you all, right off the bat that having Doctor Strange in that situation would be bad because it's called internalized misogyny and like society has taught you to not recognize that stuff like that well that's a conversation for a whole nother day but let me tell you dear listeners for another podcast i have internalized a shitload of that misogyny because i am the slowest to recognize that stuff um it's okay that's why we're here we love you (laughs) my intentions are good but the problem is like that's not enough for people anymore so you know um just feel free to message me and educate me because oh, I do like do to get to educated. Because I do, I know I've literally had people do this. I have a Twitch channel. I've literally invited people to do this. I have debates with people on my Twitch channel about these kinds of things. Like I like to start conversations and get educated about topics and get people having conversations because I think a lot of people are scared. But that's not a conversation for a television podcast. So Evan, what you been watching? All right, so I'm going to cruise through because we've been watching a lot of television together, which is kind of weird um, because normally we don't have a lot of time to watch stuff together. But we are caught up on a bunch of shows. Um, We caught up on Zoe, uh, which is fantastic. That show keeps getting better and better. I'm not caught up. Damn it. I mean, we have. Okay, so we have the most current episode left, which just came out, I think, yesterday. Yeah, like we always we're always a little bit behind when it comes out right before this show. Like right um, before we record. So Zoe, we're caught up on Rookie, which is another phenomenal show. We're watching the, we're trying to get through Invincible. Um, we watched a bunch of. We're caught up on The Nevers. We got one left of that that just came out. Are you guys? Have you watched any of that yet? Nope. Huh. Okay. Um, we watched a crap ton of Fixer Upper. <laughs> oh my god, we I'm felt- obsessed with that. That was like the weirdest nerd laugh I've ever nerd laughed. We but, watched a oh my god. season plus in like a, a three day span. It was ridiculous. Yeah, last week. Okay, so this is how we television. Usually on Tuesdays, it's like I will work at least a half a day. Evan will be recording a podcast for a few hours and then we'll like run errands or do whatever we have to do and then we'll sort of settle. And if we're not recording the episode, uh, with you guys around six or seven o'clock we'll finally like sit down together maybe watch a little television i'll still keep working for most of the night whatever and then wednesdays is like supposed to be our day to just give zero fucks and 
like the choice we made last week last week on tuesday night we we're like oh yeah let's catch up on some tv and we'll watch some movies and whatever and then all day on wednesday we just started watching fixer upper and i couldn't turn it off i was like i do not want to watch anything else like this is it this is what i want i want all of this give me every show that's ever existed like this i want this and only this and i i have a problem you guys <laughs> It's bad. My friend it's just not, bought a though. house. I, I remember going through a phase like that in my life where it was like every like organization show mm -hmm. and every um, like uh, like redecorating show. So and it's and those two are I appealing to me because I like seeing you know house you know homes being remodeled and all that stuff. But I love the relationship of uh, Chip and. Joanna, Joanna, like I can't, Jojo. I can't remember their last name. I'm like blank Gaines. Gaines, yeah. I love their relationship, and Chip is one of my favorite things to show up on television as of late. <laughs> he is such an idiot. Like Evan I laughs love... really hard at him, and it just makes me giggle. And it's not, it's not with him. I am laughing at him, like actively <laughs> at. Um, so we we enjoyed the crap out of that. I have caught up on Last Man Standing. So I had to come up, I had to find another show, another sitcom type show to watch, you know, as I'm getting ready for work or whatnot. And I found American Housewife. Have, have, I've, I've seen a little bit of it. I liked it. Okay. I am, I'm all in on this show. I mean, the cast is, is great, but Dietrich, Dietrich Bader. Yeah. Is like an unsung hero to me <laughs> because he makes me laugh. He is the straight man of the group. And he makes me laugh out loud because the things he says, he voiced Batman in something. And when Batman, he's, brave and the bold. There it is. And <laughs> Chris just coming when in. When he says the ridiculous things or the like, I it, my brain short, sort of shows me Batman, and I love his relationship with you know his wife. It, like they got three kids. Uh, one of them's a, a you know a, the, the the oldest is all into sports. The the middle boy is kind of a douchebag. He's a capitalist. He's a capitalist douchebag. And then their youngest girl okay. has a lot of OCDs and, and, and whatnot. Like, and it's all about them dealing Sounds with like a that. collection OCDs. Well, she's and a cat. That's her thing. Like they, they, they moved to this town to be in this school that has a great teacher that will help her in her, you know, becoming part of a functioning society kind of thing and it's it's she the 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 the, the mother character in, in this show like it's just she's kind she, of a douche she's kind of a douche but she says the things <laughs> her name is katie she says the thing okay so she has an inner monologue so she says the things that we all think and then says the things that inevitably we all say because it's not the thing that we thought you know we you modified it and it's it's borderline refreshing to see that in a show like this. It's it's just a lot of fun. And apparently, in season two, she has become part of the PTA, and she is now setting up for like the spring event. And her spring event is Bollywood themed, and she's going to have all of this stuff going on. And the 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 big finale is they're going to have elephants draped in I think she said taffeta, and who's going to be riding that elephant is Nathan Fillion. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't wait to see if that episode happens. <laughs> um, but it, like, that's it, it's it's a 
for me, 22 minutes, really, really entertaining. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad I found it. It's, it's nice, a suitable replacement for the, the, the that bite-sized television that I like to watch. Um, that I also did. Okay, I came across. So, I don't know how we all feel about uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, in here. I know I loved the show. Loved it. Okay, so um, there are five episodes out of a show called Bird Girl. Right, yeah. I found out about that myself. And it is, it has the same feeling. It has the same soul as Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. It is Bird Girl. Um, she is now, she is seven has died and he has left seven and seven to bird girl because and and he's left he's okay he left control of the the law firm to bird girl but his controlling stock or shareholdings to jane his daughter so he's they're still alluding to the fact that he did not know that jane was not bird girl and it's 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 harvey birdman attorney at law they don't they're not shoehorning other Hanna Barbera characters in it, but it is the same. You know the the that the law firm cast. You know the hippo, and they have representations of all of those people. And it's and it's 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 a lot of fun. I really I'm kind of surprised at how much I'm enjoying it. I really thought it was going to fall flat, but they did they did a good job with it. Uh, and what else? Uh, we watched. What did we watch today? Wipeout. Well, wipe. No. Um. Oh, the one with the girl exploding in light. Shadow, uh, and, Shadow bone. and bone. Oh, we haven't watched that yet. Yeah, we. we that's ch- next. On that's our, list. our next show. We just didn't want to start something brand new with before yeah, the show. We, we watched one episode of that so far, and I enjoyed it. I was surprised that you liked it too, because I I felt like it was very much up my alley more mm-hmm. than it was up yours. But you're also watching The Nevers with me, so I'm just like, fuck it. I'll take whatever I can get because this is amazing. Yeah, it's. I'm enjoying it. You said up yours. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So um, are you watching anything other than that, honey, when I'm not oh, around? Oh, yeah, I like that that led into it. Okay, so actually, funny uh, that it kind of has that theme, right? So this is all about, like, magical girls, essentially, like this fantasy sort of genre, but that's actually a kind of, like, Japanese genre where they do this. It's inspired by the whole like sailor moon phenomenon and how it culturally affected everything so now one of my dear dear friends chelsea decided to recommend an anime to me and i finally caved and watched it and it's called madoka magica or also known as puella magi madoka uh madoka magica which i can't even finish saying so madoka. i feel like you added too many words in that they added too many words in it stop overcomplicating things i'm a dumb american um so yeah, I've been watching this. It's only a 12 episode uh, anime and I have had to force myself not to binge the entirety of this show because I I tried to watch it in English and could not. I, I hated the voice acting. So I was watching it in Japanese, which requires me to watch with subtitles and not work while I'm watching. Um, but we we decided to do like an anime night and we we watched like two episodes and then I was like, one more. And then I was like, one more. And then I was like, one more and she was like i have to go to bed um but it's really cool i just i haven't i haven't watched an anime in so long and it feels like this one they do some really weird and genuinely creepy things with it because they take um this premise of these girls who are uh you know high school girls and uh 
the main character and her best friend end up experiencing these magical girls who fight uh witches and the witches uh, are plant seeds of despair which are the reason why people do bad things like committing suicide or hurting others or um things of that nature and it's the job of the magical girls to kind of track this down but you find out that like they don't necessarily do it because they're altruistic they do it because they want power and they get power from killing witches so it's like this thing where sometimes they actually fight each other and the thing that like imbues everybody with power grants one witch uh, or sorry one wish to the person who's going to become a magical girl it's like a contract and this thing is like one of those cute little plushy looking animals but like I secretly think it's evil and I don't know yet. <laughs> Waiting for that um, shoe to drop. Yeah. And it really, it just feels like it's kind of one of the things I think that I, I've been experiencing a lot in American television is I feel like when they want to deal with an issue, sometimes I feel like they kind of beat us over the head with it. And I feel like with this, they're kind of weaving a bigger picture into this whole story. And once it all comes together, there's going to be some sort of like social commentary or like at least commentary on this concept that they're creating within this show. And you're just going to have this kind of aha moment. And I love that because it lets you think about it. Um, and I, and they do it with subtlety and excellence. So I'm really enjoying it. I haven't finished it yet. It's kind of my, uh, treat for when I accomplish something work or wedding related that I've been putting off. Um, so that's been like the main thing that I've been going to. And then as far as other stuff that I'm watching, uh, still going on Castlevania, loving that on season two. Now <laughs> it's very fun. I like the way that it started out with, um, the generals, but now also like the three main characters, the protagonists that are like hanging out with each other and just bickering. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, our, our watch of Invincible, I think that was pretty much it. Everything else that I've been watching has been, I don't know. I watch a little bit of baking show. I, I forgot to mention that I also caught, I don't know, four or five episodes of Superman and Lois. Yeah. Like I tried to watch a bunch of that and I've never, yeah, how is that? I've never experienced a superhero, a CW superhero show being boring. Hmm. Like okay, so Chris and I so are confused. The big thing about Superman movies is they're always a land scheme. Like that's the villain's thing. Like I got to get land for this thing, and I, no shit, they sort of did that in this television show. <laughs> like I didn't see it coming because the first episode they had this big battle of a dude in a suit, and I'm like, oh, we're going to go superhero, cool. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, this Lex Luthorian guy shows up in Smallville, and he's buying land i'm like are you shitting me really and the whole time superman's being a borderline bad dad because he's being a dad to the whole world i mean it's just it's boring and I, 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 I was i was slightly disheartened so yeah can't win oh. them all bummer yeah well anime not boring <laughs> uh <laughs> superman has really whiny kids too uh, i yeah i you caught a little that. of that yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's kind of it for me. I watched some more Unsolved Mysteries because I'm a total wacko. Um, <laughs> you watch Kindred Spirits with me every night and oh then you God. fall asleep on it. I can't because I just, I want it to go away. It's Honestly, a boring it's such show, a weird but I, show. I can't fall asleep unless I have some sort of paranormal 
kind of show on. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> when we started dating, it was like, let's watch the Lego movie. And now it's like, ghost stories. I'm like, how did this happen? But also, I yes. fall asleep to the Lego. Once, once I shut the TV off, I listen to the Lego movie because, you know, the TV bothers you. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have What's the password. Iron Man sucks. <laughs> it's one of my my uh, nephews and nieces' favorite jokes from, from Lego Batman. That's awesome. <laughs> like they don't even get it; they just think it's funny. <laughs> Every now and then, I just start going darkness. No parents. No parents. <laughs> and people will be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, listen, I don't need to explain it. If you don't get it, you're just not cool. I call them my dogs. Listen to them bark. <laughs> I'm movie. sorry for everything. Okay. So yeah, now that we've ranted about a lot of things that probably didn't make sense, or hopefully some of them did and they interested you guys, um, I think it's time for a break. I need one. Yeah, it's definitely break time. All right, sweet. Yeah, (laughs) let's do some commercials. We'll be back, guys. Don't leave us. We've got stuff to talk about. It's pretty massive. You might say it's an expanse of things. (laughs) The expanse. Okay. (sighs) Beer B. And now, here's a quick look at some of the other original content, available now from our partners and geekade.com. First up, after 50 episodes, it seems that we here at GeekAid must say goodbye to our tabletop gaming podcast, You Shall Not Pass Go. Yes, we have been informed that the newly released 50th episode is going to be the last. Alex joins Dave to say goodbye and chat about Magic the Gathering Arena, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Mortal Kombat, and Disney World. Wow, those are some topics. But wait, what's that I hear? Is that hope on the horizon? Yes, it is. With You Shall Not Pass Go coming to an end, a new podcast shall rise in the form of a permanent team-up between Dave and Alex called DNA. Nerd-blooded. Get it? DNA? Dave and Alex? Oh, God. I didn't. (laughs) It works on so many levels. (laughs) And you can't even blame it for me. You can't even blame me. I didn't do it. This is the best podcast title ever. (laughs) Anyway... Be sure to check out You Shall Not Pass Go, episode 50, The End, and look forward to the premiere of DNA Nerd Blooded in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> Next, speaking of new podcasts, Geekade now has a movie podcast dedicated to movies. It's called A Theater Near You, <laughs> and it's hosted by Chris and two of his oldest friends, Paul Giroux and the Sean Doyle. Once a month, the trio of movie lovers will alternate watching new movies, hot off the presses, and old movies in alphabetical order. For their premiere episode, they watched the brand new Mortal Kombat movie. And they have a variety of thoughts and feelings, which is good, because if they didn't, it wouldn't be much of a podcast. Check out A Theater Near You, Episode 1, Mortal Kombat, available now. And don't forget to watch along with them for their next episode, 2010's The A-Team? Yes, winning. Why? Why not? It's an amazing film. Is it because it's A? Like, is that the first movie ever made in the list? That's that's a big part of it, is that, you know, A, that's where we're starting, but also, that movie rules. (laughs) I think he's trying to fly a tank. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, come on. Oh my god. I love it. All right. <laughs> Finally, returning from their brief hiatus, Sparkcast has returned with another round of hilarious toy bios. This time, they're reading the official descriptions of the original 1985 Constructicons and Devastator. Each new bio is more absurd than the last, which, as you can imagine, means the absurdity flows like Energon by the end of the show. Don't miss Sparkcast episode 43, Toy Bios, The Constructicons, and Devastator. That was a tongue twister. <laughs> I really thought about swapping that to give it to Evan, but I wanted to give Evan the opportunity to talk about Sean Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that greatly. For all this Did great- I say that right? Energon? Energon. Ener- yeah. Okay. Nope. Energon Cubes. For all this great content, Energon Cubes, and more from us and our partners, be sure to keep your eyes on geekade.com. And we're back. Hello. How are you? Hello. Did you Hi. enjoy those commercials? I know you did because we enjoyed recording them for you. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal we're talking about a television show called The Expanse. I did actually bother to look up uh, the name of the first episode, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, it's Dulcinea. Thank Dulcinea. you. Isn't that a, that's a, is, is that a dance? You're a it's dance. It's the name of the heroine from The Man of La Mancha. Okay. So here's a thing. This is going to be a topic we bring up with this show tonight because I felt like they had little references to things in like the titles like the names of stations or like ships or etc cetera, etc cetera. so i'm wondering if you guys who are cultured and educated will will have picked <laughs> are, are up on anything new people here? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> ye smart people so uh chris karen evan i i want to hear everybody's thoughts uh just a reminder, listeners, this was a recommendation from my friend Justin. So if you don't like it, you tell Justin to suck it. Okay. How do we feel? I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, look, it was... I'm not saying that it wasn't interesting in any way, shape, or form. It was just a show about miserable people being miserable in space. And that was the whole thing. Like, <laughs> space check misery. this guy. Yeah, I'm miserable. Yeah, you know what? I'm miserable, too. Hey, man. I hate my fucking job, man. I'm miserable. Yeah, me too, man. This is miserable. Oh, shit. These rich people make me miserable. I'm miserable. Fuck everything. Everything's awful all the time. <laughs> I well, have man, long bones and I'm in crazy. gravity. I'm miserable. <laughs> we should go uh, We should go check out this. Uh, people might be dying here. I guess we should go check it out. I don't know, man. I'm pretty fucking miserable, and I just want to get to where I'm going <laughs> so I can be miserable somewhere else. Like, that was the whole show. It was just like... Everyone's pissed off. Nobody's happy about anything. Nobody wants to be happy about anything. It was just there was this brief misery. glimmer of a possible point of someone saying something happening positively when she looked into the camera and says, "You need to know something." And then yeah, ship and then she died. Died. <laughs> it exploded. And then everyone was miserable and dead. Yeah, that, that and that's. <laughs> I was, like, vaguely interested by the end of it. I'm not going to say that I wasn't. It was just, I don't know, it just seemed like an awful lot of misery for the sake of misery. And that it just wasn't all that enticing. I I was interested enough in the plot and the world that they built, but there was no, like, there was no silver lining. Like, what were these people working towards? 
What 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 possible resolution could there be? Everybody was going home to their like maybe I could be slightly less miserable if I had a day off. Like it's just like I hate my job, I hate space, I hate people from Mars. I just hate everything all the time and everyone. The only people that were having any fun were the two people that were space fucking and that didn't even last all that long. So <laughs> Listen, we came in at Great. the end of the what space did, fucking, what, okay? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? As soon as that scene rolled up on screen, I said, Chris is going to make comment about the space fucking. <laughs> it's going to look at us. We're floating in space. We're having sex. Um, well, it wasn't on sci-fi, but it kind of felt it like it is a sci-fi it show. It actually is. It's a sci-fi show. Oh, it's a sci-fi show? Yes. yes. They did the same fucking trick that was the exact same thing in that other show. So that was Are the thing. Are you kidding me? That's the thing. Like This, <laughs> <laughs> this show... Sort of. Okay, see, now I'm totally on board. Now I know this is the move. So, like, are they going to do, like, a fish show next? And there's going to be, like, mermaids fucking underwater while floating? Like, where else can we do this? Like, we had magic people float fucking, and then we had two people space fucking. Like, I got to know what's next. It's mermaid. I feel like the depths of the ocean are next. It's it's mermaid. It's the time to make love in the sea. Okay. That's They're gonna have a, a Sequest DSV relaunch, and there's Just gonna be. You know what is a question that no one on television has ever answered before? How do mermaids and mermen have sex? Right. We need to know. Sci-fi. You need to answer. These are the burning questions that pe- deranged people need to know. Anti-gravity sex, the future. So that brings me to my question. Did you feel that, like, did you think the show felt like a Seafy show? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I just, was like, wait, this is on Amazon? So do you yeah, because that was the whole thing was throwing me off. Like, this is an Amazon show? Because, like, but this feels sci-fi. I feel like I remember hearing that this show, oh, this show was on sci-fi, and it got canceled, and then Jeff Bezos bought it because he liked it so much, right? Something to that effect. Yeah. Dude likes space fucking. He likes space fucking. <laughs> so, yeah. So, originally, it was, if I'm not mistaken, three seasons on Sci-Fi or Sci-Fi, as people call it. Uh, and then Amazon Prime picked it up for the fourth season. And as far as I know, um, it did get a fifth season, and it's supposed to get a sixth season, um, maybe. Um I don't know. I feel like COVID might be messing with it, but it says that like they started, according to Wikipedia, they started filming in late January of this year for the final season. Um, To to clarify for the listener, if you haven't watched the show, clearly it's a Seafy show, uh, but it's, it's a series where it's in the future and humanity has colonized the solar system. uh, And it's following like, (laughs) Uh, according to Wikipedia, the solar system. They're really upset about it, <laughs> right? It follows a disparate band of protagonists. The United Nations Security Council member, um, I'm going to say this wrong, Christian Avasarala. Vasarala. Oh, the, the I don't know. Yeah, sure, that woman. The woman that um, sounds like she smokes 87 packs of cigarettes oh, a day. I love her voice, though. I don't know. There's just something about her. Uh, she was in Punisher. Was yeah. she? Um, is that so? This is a return to form between Thomas Jane and her. No, she was in the. She was in the. the Wasn't she Marvel, in the, Marvel the show? The, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Which is like totally bugging me out because I'm like, well, wait a minute. She was in the Punisher, but like, 
that's the different Punisher. Because there's <laughs> so that Thomas there's Jane. Thomas Jane Punisher, <laughs> but he's not other. This is blowing my mind. From one Punisher Why is everyone to so another. Unhappy? Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> um, basically, uh, it's, it's, it's the the series is is set around a bunch of different people in a bunch of different locations around space, and so you're being introduced to a group that's on a spaceship uh, that is hauling ice. You're introduced to the belt, uh, which is basically you have three <clears throat> main uh, forms of colonization. You have Earth, Mars, and the Belters. Um, God, Earth the is run. It's yes. the same fucking thing in that other show. Like we got to come up with lingo for for what we're gonna call these people that do this thing. Right. And so in Earth, <laughs> like Earth and the Moon, Earth, like the Moon is now Luna. Uh, but that is run. Which let's be let's be fair. I mean, calling it the Moon is pretty fucking arrogant. It's a moon, all right? It's not the moon. Get over yourself, moon. <laughs> and that's why they renamed it, because Chris had that to I mean, say. It makes so much sense. <laughs> and then Chris named the moon. Tell uh, me I'm wrong. <laughs> he n- actually, I think the moon is actually called Luna. Okay. Okay. There you we go. just refer to it as the moon because we're arrogant fucks. <laughs> Y'all need some motherfucking science. All right. That's right. Um, so it's basically Earth, Mars, and the Belters are sort of all at odds, but Earth is run by the UN. Mars is an independent but also very violent nation from what I'm understanding. It's military. Operating. And very militant, yes. And then the Belters are the people who, like, you know, they're the working class citizens who are constantly getting the shaft. Uh, and <laughs> in space, in space, <laughs> getting the old space shaft, huh? <laughs> you beat me to it, but yes, high gravity space shafting. Oh God, um, and yeah, so you just follow these different people around, and Thomas Jane, if you guys didn't already understand that we were talking about the Punisher, uh, is some sort of weird detective, ships officer guy who I don't know is jaded as fuck, and um. <clears throat> he's looking for a girl who is introduced to us at the very, very beginning of the episode, and we don't know what happened to her. Uh, so, but pause for a sec with yeah. that description. Let's let's. So, when we were talking about this after watching the episode for a second time, yeah, we we're like, "There's something. Is this suffering from pilot s- syndrome? Where pilot syndrome is one of two things: either it takes too long to get the story going, or they shove too much story into one episode and everything gets sort of muddied. And this, I feel that this episode suffers from the latter because there uh-huh. were like 912 storylines introduced in this 45-minute episode. It was. It wasn't even so much that there were. There was technically like three storylines. It was. Series Station, which also I watched an anime called Ayashi no Seres when I was younger, and it's spelled like that, and it was really bothering me that they have it spelled this way, but pronounced series. Fuck you. Anyway, um, there was an ice hauler, the Canterbury, and then there's uh, the UN Black Site and like Earth. Like, there's really only three locations that we went to, and Earth was a very brief stay. The problem is that the they were they weren't just throwing these storylines at you they're throwing everything about this entire future world at you in this episode and it really just to me it was jarring the first time we watched it i was like i like 
shows that are a little heavy. I watch fucking black sales and like this was too much for me. Like I didn't, I was like trying to keep up. I, I, there was so much stuff I missed that the second time we watched it, I was actually taking notes to try and follow everything because they would throw in, as Chris has mentioned, stupid terminology, like these long limbed people who grew up without a lot of gravity, they're called long bones. And like, I'm just and good I, on them for the show, finding so many people of that <laughs> stature. Like they were all over the show. They, uh, yeah, the, I have to say the special effects blew my fucking mind. I love the anti-gravity effects. I, I still like think of it like magic. The fact that they were able to put these people with these weird disproportionate bodies, like, well, I guess proportionate to them bodies that are elongated in the same space as somebody who has like our current standard of human proportions and make it believable. Um, but yeah, like they just, they threw a lot of information at us and in a way that it didn't really feel palatable or easily, easily absorbed. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. yeah. I didn't have any idea what was going on half the time. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, and cool, not cool. only that, it is I didn't care. Yeah. There was not a <laughs> lot of compelling know. story. Yeah, it, the only it, one that was mildly compelling was the Thomas Jane story arc. And see, I thought the ice hauler guy, the guy at the end, I thought his story was more compelling. I thought Thomas Jane was actually kind of trite. Like, he was boring. So Thomas Jane, the dirty cop, who is training a a new officer, who is given a special assignment to find this rich person's missing daughter, who then borderline shows that he has some sort of heart because he of things that he has let like that's just a dude that we saw on screen for 10 minutes in total maybe like there that's a lot of storyline for just one bit and then uh-huh. on then on top of that the part of the storyline that you're talking about is that the XO the second in command of a ship that immediately became well actually it was like third in command then within the first 4 minutes of right after space fucking he became second in command and then he became first in command because everybody else blew up. <laughs> Spoilers. Like, like, I, it's it. There's going to be some sort of civil war going on with the Belters. This the way uh, Christian. I don't. I'm not going to attend to like the way she's interrogating people that have wronged Earth. Like, there's a whole other storyline going there. Mm-hmm. There's just so much and I don't think any of them are done well enough to make me want to watch another episode yeah they they didn't uh, with so many sci-fi shows they really 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 want to be Firefly like just desperately like oh mm. they have the brown coats so we're gonna have the long bones like would they, they there's gotta be like they, they looked at Firefly and they said all right, these are the things that made the show work. They're not, but they're the things that they think made the show work, and so they're going to try and hit, they're going to try to tick all those boxes, but they don't have, they, they always miss that part of it that's the soul of the show, which was why it, it, it stuck around. Why it, well, it didn't stick around, why it, why it stuck is, around the collective consciousness, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They, didn't, they don't focus on the things that actually made it work. It's like a bunch of people in a boardroom deciding, like, basically let's make a show based on this Firefly show we're going to do it from memory from somebody that may have seen it once or twice in the ha- in the past or something it's, it's as if yeah. like they watched uh, Firefly without the sound 
It was just as yeah. cold like and just sterile look at, looking as space. At pictures like, oh look, and there's like, a captain. There's a a, a a whore character. There's a uh, ooh, there's a guy that's funny. Where's Hawaiian shirt? She's not shirts. a whore. She's a companion. They don't know that because all they see is the pictures of her having sex with other people. She's a classy lady. Actually, I she love never. Anara is one of my favorites. Yeah, Anywho. she's amazing. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, this isn't Firefly. So <laughs> clearly, clearly not. <laughs> this is definitely not Firefly. Um, what was up with Thomas Jane's haircut? Yeah, there's it's, listen, that, that, that in and of itself, I was like, okay, well, you're always drunk. Maybe you tried to do it yourself. I don't know. Um, okay, so other other thoughts and feelings about it? Was this just like a swing and a miss for you guys? Do you have any desire to give it another chance and go another episode in to, to see how it plays out? No, none, none at all. This, no, this although did nothing for it was me. nice to see death from Supernatural in something else. Right? Oh my God! Thank you for getting excited about that too, because we I did all, not want to be the only one to mention it. You and I both did as well when he showed up on uh, screen. I'm like, why? I know that guy. Yeah, but when he felt because he looks so frail, the scene where he like drops him in the airlock and sucks all the air out, I was like, when he fell in that scene, I was like, did he just break all the bones in his body? Because, oh my God, that man literally looks like death like <laughs> i will give credit to the show there were certain points like certain things that i said like that is an attention to detail that most shows would not pay attention to like the floating in space stuff like it looks like they they did that almost in like a, what is that a, a parabolic plane like, because mm -hmm. it really looks like it doesn't look. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. It didn't look like wire work. It didn't look like it wire work. Like Hairs were floating around and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, like that's attention to detail. But one thing that really got me that was so detail oriented, 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 there it oriented. Is. nailed it. Got, got it. <laughs> that in the non where there was no gravity and they had to wear those magnetic boots. Anytime yeah. they were on screen, and even if they were in the area and someone was walking, you heard the noise of it disconnecting and reconnecting. Yep. As opposed to most shows would show it to you once and then make you assume that it was still happening. Like, they wouldn't take the time to do that little bit. And that was, like, in the very beginning of the show. Like, I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. They're paying attention to it. And then it just sort of went, eh, whatever. That's fine. Let's throw all this other crap at it. And well, I think that there's definitely sticks. a good amount of attention to detail. I really do. I, I think the problem was that they threw too many of those details at us in one episode and did not give us room to breathe, figure it out, or process the information. Like, they just hit the ground running. Um, this definitely should have been split, split either into two episodes or like a longer pilot a longer pilot yeah or like, or they should have given us some reason to think that something was going to get better for somebody someday in some way shape or form yeah um, that was my real that was really my only gripe with it is that they they gave me no reason to think that there was anything positive ever going to happen other than like maybe somebody is going to be able to go home to their sad one bedroom apartment and like <laughs> have a drink and like go to bed that's well, the best you're gonna get thomas jane got to feed that bird he did he got yeah. to feed that got to feed a bird <laughs> he did. He did. that's a good point you know what that turns it around there i said go. though when i looked at it i was like even the birds look like shit on the show like everyone look looks haggard. rough it looked like a haggard yeah. bird <laughs> even the birds are haggard I, um, it's i mean it wasn't overtly bad like, it wasn't a horrible, like, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. I was like, all right, this is not for me. I, it's just not clicking for me. You know, it's, I can understand. Yeah, I paused so it towards the end of the episode, 
because uh, I had to, like, get up and get a drink or something. And then when I came back, I saw that there was 15 minutes left, and I paraphrased uh, one, my, my favorite episode of Mystery Science Theater. And I said, they only got, there's only about 15 minutes left to be likable. Do you think they can pull it off? <laughs> <laughs> the answer was no, they could not. Yeah, it's... <sighs> I will say, uh, for my feedback... Um, I will actually give this another chance because after watching it the second time through and sort of knowing what's going on, um, because I've had to now watch this episode twice to fucking understand what's going on. Uh, now that I do, I, I am curious to see where it goes. Uh, I'm not sure that it's going to be a show that really hooks me, but, um, I mean, it's lasted this long. There's got to be something interesting happening. Yeah, I mean, like my friend can't who just all be sad people in space being sad. My yeah, no, my friend who recommended this show, like he really, really loves this show. He swears by it. He, I, like, he has very strong feelings about this show. And um, I asked him. I said, you know, is there another episode that you could take out of context and watch? And he said, not really, because everything is constantly building on itself. And I was like, well, if this was this hard to break into i don't even want to know what it would be like trying to watch something else in the future um i would only hope that they have a different episode structure like this first episode had four or five stories in it where if the sec episode two was you know primarily about the thomas jane story arc and maybe one other give give it a little room to breathe yeah. it might be easier to follow when you're trying to to juggle all of those storylines at the same time it's 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 none of them are going to shine through like there's supposed to be some like people are threatening revolution and then nearly getting killed because their air is getting depleted like that was barely touched upon well and i again i think that's because it's it's all stuff that they're introducing about the environments that these people are living in right like i said they were it was kind of more location based than it was just like character plot etc um so i i think there will be more things that are fleshed out over time because I did I did get the impression that they are paying attention to detail and they are going to work this out and that they had to give us this inform this they didn't have to they chose to give us this much information because there's so much that they wanted to tell now I have no idea because I this is all I've seen uh so hopefully it'll be it gets hopefully it gets better I don't know I'm I'm still because I know somebody who is that passionate about it and because i am curious about it i will give it a chance and try at least one more episode but that's it like if it doesn't it's always it's always hard to judge on a first episode right like evan was saying pilot's disease and uh but there has to be something in that pilot even even if the pilot isn't great there has to be something in that pilot to make you make you keep wanting to keep going and, and give it a little bit more of a chance and it sounds like that something was there for you angie so well, let us know how it goes thanks was the first that the first scene with the girl who's breaking herself out of space jail mm -hmm. like that's the girl that thomas yeah that's the girl that's who he's for. looking for like, so she was on the ship that they were investigating that had the tracking beacon on it at the end of the episode she was on that so ship. She was on, so like that at some point the only like that was the beginning of the show, and like that mm -hmm. intrigued me the most. And then everything else, like I said, like the terminal sort of like muddied that up because that mm -hmm. was engaging. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, there was a thing where part of the ship was absorbing people, and I was like, holy! Crap. Right, that was that's and actually then, the thing that made me most curious. I want it. I want an answer. Like I want to know if they're going to give us more of her story 
in the next episode. So, but, yeah, I am. I am sorry to hear that it was a swing and a miss for you guys, but I do appreciate you taking the time to watch it and give your honest feedback because this was a a chance taken for all of us. What and I it? appreciate the recommendation from your friend because Thank even you. if we don't like something, it's uh, it's always cool to check out something new. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, appreciate I've heard it. people talk about this show, and well. Now I know it's not for me, and that's fine. Not everything is for me. But let's all be honest. This is definitely not the worst show that we have watched. <laughs> it's not even the worst sci-fi show we've watched. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, it, you know, it could get better after the first episode. And if I do think that it's it's going to, and there is some ray of sunshine in this that isn't going to light people on fire, Chris, I will let you know. Please do. I like being let know that things aren't going to on fire. <laughs> I like when there's hope and not everything on fire. Oh. Misery. All right. So okay. that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all we got on that. We didn't we didn't have as much to say about it because we just didn't really love it that much. Uh sorry. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's been about a half hour. Okay. So well. the the second half is usually shorter than the first, especially when we have so much stuff to talk about. I know it's so true. It's so true, but um, yeah. I I I I hope that listeners will give it a shot. And if they if they've watched it, I'm curious to hear people talk about it and tell me what they think because I'd like their feedback. But that's it. So now it's time for me to kind of change directions here. And Chris, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Oh, he was born ready, folks. I was born ready to tell you that this week's episode is not filmed before a live studio audience, but it is fueled by feedback from listeners like you. And you can get in touch with us in a multitude of ways. We have an official Geekade Discord, where there's an entire this week's episode channel dedicated to all things TV talk. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, through the official Geekade channels, or the more specific Twepcast accounts. And of course, the four of us can be found in various ways. I'm on Twitter at GeekadeChris, and you can read my work at StoneAgeGamer.com and in the pages of Nintendo Force Magazine, and I'm on like 14 other podcasts on Geekade. Uh, Karen, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Shoot underscore the underscore moon on Twitter and my fun feminist fandom fiber art at Shoot the Moon or STM Stitches um, on Instagram twitter facebook uh on instagram where i just hit 500 followers congratulations what about you angie where can the the good people find you you can find me on most social medias at a for not or on twitch at laracraft 13 but if you want to drop a follow on my instagram i'm trying to get my numbers up too and uh i'm really i'm so close i'm so close to the next like milestone milestone i want it i want it people (laughs) help me uh, what about you, Evan? Where can people find you? At all versions of social media, I am at geekade underscore Evan. All right. If you need to know more about the shows we discussed tonight or what we'll be watching in the future, have a look at our show notes. And if you have any other questions at all, we can always be reached at mail at geekade.com. Just include the words this week's episode in the subject line so we know who you're trying to reach. This show is available anywhere. Fine podcasts are sold, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and more. And wherever you decide to listen, please like, comment, subscribe, and leave reviews because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, as always, keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, darling. All right. So, Evan, it's your turn. What are uh, we doing? All right. So, you know, first off, next episode is our news episode. And I think there's we've got a lot of news so far. Like, I just looked at it and 
holy crackers, next episode's going to be a rough one. <laughs> um, but we have, have been having a lot of fun with the, uh, I've started posting all the news stories in our Discord channel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's been going very well. We've been having a lot of fun fun chats over there. Awesome. I, I pop in every once in a while because I have to keep the Discord off on my computer because it can't, like, I have so many notifications that I just don't shut off. <laughs> but <laughs> I do pop in every once in a while and see the, the, the conversations, try to chime in. Um, but after that, my choice, um, we, sp- we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, and I referenced we are caught up with this one, but I want you guys to check it out. We are going to watch The Nevers Season 1, Episode 1, The Pilot. Uh, I really want you guys to check it out, and I want to get your, your feedback on it. So, Nevers Season 1, Episode 1, The Pilot. Get pumped. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. I like this show. Mm-hmm. Way to spoil it, honey. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Wait, no, it's terrible. I don't know what you want me to say. I've never seen it before, nah, even though we better. talked about lie it. Lie to them. Lie. I don't know. I don't want to lie. I want people to like it because I like it and I want it to keep going. All right. Anyway, that's it for us this week. I hope you guys had a good time. Don't forget to check back in for our next episode where we'll have all the news to talk about. So from all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Angie. I'm Karen. I'm Evan. I'm in space. <laughs> Good night, everybody. And this concludes our broadcast day.